the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Plan Your Estate Radio with your host, San Jose Estate Planning Attorney Bob Bergman. Bob's been practicing law for over 30 years and is certified by the State Bar of California as a legal specialist in estate planning trust and probate law. Bob is here to help you set your house in order with valuable insights you can use today to prepare a better tomorrow for your loved ones. And now your host for Plan Your Estate Radio, Attorney Bob Bergman. Good afternoon, Bay Area. Bob Bergman here broadcasting from my law office in San Jose, California. Uh, Very quickly, I want to remind you all, if you've been listening, I do have an estate planning workshop tomorrow morning here in San Jose. You can go to lawbob.com, look at seminars or workshops, click on there. You can find it that way and book it. I only have a few spaces left for tomorrow morning. I have about 41 people signed up, and I have 45 spaces. So if you'd like to come to the workshop, now's your chance to do it. Now, about um, a little more than a year ago, uh, you heard me talking, if you've been listening that time, you've heard me talking about, uh, you heard me talking about Proposition 19, and uh, the damage it was going to do to those who owned uh, homes here in California when they die and pass it on to their families and rental properties as well. So uh, today I have uh, a very special guest for the show, and uh, and she's going to be on, I think, the entire show today. Her name is Susan Shelley. She's the Vice President of Communications for the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. And if you've been in California for any length of time, you'll know that's the group that was behind uh, Proposition 13 being passed in the first place, which kept our property taxes from becoming astronomically out of control the longer that you owned your property. Uh, She's a columnist and editorial writer for the Southern California News Group, which has 11 daily papers, including the Orange County Register and the LA Daily News, She's a frequent guest on Southern California radio and TV shows and interview shows and the co-host of the Howard Jarvis podcast for KABC in Los Angeles. So without any further introduction, I'd like to introduce Susan. Susan, you want to say hi to the audience out there? Well, hi, everybody. It's a pleasure to be with you, Bob. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yeah, well, uh, just as a little background to everyone out there. Uh, I got an email through one of my listeners from a colleague of mine in Southern California talking about um, this very special thing that's going on right now. And I thought you should want to know if you were opposed to Proposition 19, there may be something that can be done about it. Now, let me ask you, Susan, uh, a lot of people out there may not realize this, but there's now a death tax on property, on real estate in California, even though there's no inheritance tax anymore, there's a death tax now. Now, how did that happen? Well, the way it happened is that the constitutional protections that taxpayers have had since 1986 
were taken away in the fine print of Proposition 19, which passed very narrowly in 2020. And what this protection offered to taxpayers was the ability for parents to transfer property to their kids without triggering reassessment because of the change of ownership. As you know, under Proposition 13, property is not reassessed to market value until it changes ownership. And in 1986, the legislature put something on the ballot by a unanimous vote to protect parent-child transfers from being considered a change of ownership. So a home of any value could be transferred from parent to child without reassessment, and the tax bill stayed the same. A home of any value, whether the child lived in it, rented it, uh, did anything else with it, you did not have to stay in it. Uh, It was your property, and the tax bill stayed the same. That was put on the ballot unanimously by the legislature, and it passed with 75% of the statewide vote. And now it's now, where I come from, 75% is a much more than a strong working majority. It's a super majority. It certainly it's is. The level and, that, and the reason for it's that above the level the people... we need to have a tax bill passed here in California. That's right. And and it's very important that that people are not taxed out of their own property because inflation has pushed the values up very high, very fast. And if you get reassessed to market value and you have to come up with 1% of that new market value every year in cash for the tax man as a condition of keeping your own property, lots of families are going to be forced to sell. And so there are, there's think- an exception, a limited exception, if you inherit a home and you move into it and make it your own permanent primary residence, then a million dollars of extra value is excluded from reassessment. Anything more than a million dollars, which would not be uncommon, in the San Jose area, anything more than a million dollars of extra value compared to the assessed value would be uh, protected from reassessment. Anything above that would create a tax increase. And if you don't move into it, then it's reassessed to market value immediately upon transfer. Well, I will, and all I will tell you, Susan, I have already, I've already handled mm-hmm. administrations here in Santa Clara County where, uh, where there is, in fact, um, a, a child maybe it was already actually was already living with the parent uh, as their residence, and now they're going to inherit the residence uh, only child. But because the parent had lived there so long, the property tax base was quite low. But they owned a house in uh, for those familiar with San Jose in the Willow Glen area, or in Los Gatos or Saratoga. And now the property is worth significantly more than what the parent paid for it. Um, And now someone who's now been living there and actually maybe not even very gainfully employed, they're looking at having their property taxes double just because the value is more than the assessed value plus that million dollars. It's two or $300,000 more. It's the same house, ladies and gentlemen. It's not like even anything's been done to the house. Maybe hasn't even been remodeled or anything upgraded. Still has avocado appliances in, in the kitchen. <laughs> um, but but it's the same house, but now suddenly this person is going and they have to come up with another five, six, seven, eight thousand dollars $8,000 a year. And they might only be grossing $30,000 a year. So I've already seen this situation happen 
in my own client base and families coming to me where they're now looking at at probably having to sell and move out of the area, maybe even move out of California because they can't afford to buy a property someplace else and pay the brand new property taxes they'll pay there. Now, Susan, exactly. as a corollary to all this, Prop 19 also completely destroyed the ability for families that had other than their personal residence to pass on. That could be rental properties, uh, duplexes, triplexes, fourplexes, apartment buildings, or a machine shop where they own the building or a, a motel mm-hmm. that they operate right. as a family business. Those are going to be 100% reassessed when prior to Prop 19, you could shelter a million dollars of assessed value passing on. And a married couple could get a million dollars each. That was all thrown out by Prop 19. Isn't that correct? That's exactly right. Uh, Prop 58, which is the measure that passed in 1986, said that you could transfer a home of any value plus a certain amount of other property. And the amount was up to a million dollars of assessed value. Well, that's the amount that you're taxed on, not the market value, but the amount that you're taxed on. So if you had a small business property or a rental home or small apartment building that someone had bought years earlier for income in retirement, under Prop 58, before Prop 19 passed, that could be transferred to the children without reassessment, as long as the assessed value was less than a million dollars. But now, upon transfer, the family gets the new tax bill with the sympathy cards in the mail. Because as soon as someone passes away... we're coming up on the first break of the show today, but when we come back, I want to I want to ask you about how this tax affects tenants in property as well as the homeowners and business owners. And I think we may have touched on it a little right there, but we're coming up on the first break of the show today. And when we come back, we'll continue with more Plan Your Estate Radio with your host, Attorney Bob Bergman, and his guest, Susan Shelley. This is Plan Your Estate Radio with San Jose Estate Planning Attorney Bob Bergman on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back. If you're just joining the show today, I have as a guest Susan Shelley, who's the Vice President of Communications for the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. And we're talking about Proposition 19, which was passed by the voters in November of 2020, actually took effect just almost exactly a year ago on February 16th of 2021. Now, before the break, we were talking about how Prop 19 has uh, really seriously impacted people who own their homes and who own rental properties. But Susan, isn't there also an issue if you happen to be a tenant and the owner of your property dies and trying to pass that property onto their children? Tell, tell my audience about that. Well, under Proposition 19, we've lost what we used to have, which was the ability to transfer an apartment building or other property besides your home to your kids without reassessment. So a building that had an assessed value of less than a million dollars could be transferred to the next generation without a tax increase. But now those properties are reassessed to market value as of the date of transfer which in the case of an inheritance is the date of death. So a building that was purchased 30 or 40 years ago 
at a much lower price and has a much lower taxable value because of Prop 13 controlling the increase. It will now be instantly, in one step, reassessed to current market value. And the tax bill is 1% of that current market value, plus all the local taxes and bonds, every year as a condition of keeping that building. So for tenants who live in a family-owned building, if the landlord passes away and that person's children inherit the building, it's a virtual certainty that something's going to change. Either the rents will go up or if the building is under strict rent control, the next tenants will pay much higher rent or more likely these older buildings will be sold and they will be turned into something else besides housing because they will not pencil out with these insanely high tax bills on top of all the other costs of operating rental housing. A lot of these these older buildings will just be removed from the market and the tenants will be evicted and the whole state will suffer because of a lack of affordable housing being even worsened by this terrible law that just narrowly passed in 2020. And now we want to reverse it. We can reverse this with another initiative, and that's what the Howard Jarvis Organization is working on. And, of course, when you uh, when you reduce the supply of something but the demand stays the same, <clears throat> the only thing that can really happen is that the price goes up. Right. Um, just right, We're seeing that right now with inflation in the country. Um, increased demand and not enough uh, supply means everything costs more. That's that's a pretty fundamental economic principle, and uh, and certainly is the case with housing, just like any other commodity that's out there. Um, that's right. So, and, and with something like this, I think you could also say that if if someone decides to buy that property, they're probably if they can, they're going to raise the rents because they're going to be facing market value property taxes. I've had that's clients. Right. Uh, children of clients who've come in because my client passed away just in the last year. And I had to sit and say, you know, well, that rental property that your parents purchased for $150,000 and the assessed value is $300,000 now, the market value, we we kind of run the numbers, it's about $1.5 million. Wow. And, and and that is five times the assessed value. So your property taxes right now are about $3,300 a year. They're going to go up by 500%. Oh. So now what was $3,300 a year is going to be, let's do the math there, it's going to be over $16,000 a year in property right. taxes. Every, every Same property year as a condition of every keeping year. that property. Every year. And going up 2% and a year from that. So after 10 years, that family has paid out probably close to $180,000 in extra taxes. And and that's something many people, parents have built investment portfolios with a view to passing them on to their family to continue on. That could be the actual family business is managing a real estate portfolio. But now the family mm-hmm. business is being gutted because of Proposition 19. That's absolutely so Susan, true. And this is a middle-class kind of investment. This is not something that that people do when they're billionaires. This is something that people do when they're teachers or they're police officers. And they're working and they're putting money away 
and they invest in real estate because it's always been a good investment in California. And they rent the properties for income, and they want to pass that to their children so that their children are able to live as well or better than they did. That's the goal and I can, of families. I can tell and, you from and, the, the experience of my own family, um, my father was a realtor, and uh, he and my mother purchased rental properties early on. But they put a lot of what we call sweat equity into those properties. Right. My father was the one that was called at 2 o'clock in the morning to go fix the clogged toilet. Uh, my my father and I were the ones who repainted the, the interior of the properties and often maintained the exterior, mowed the lawns, things like that. This And my parents did not start out. Uh, they became moderately well off later on. I wouldn't call them wealthy. They were well off at the end of their years. But it's because they put in the hard work up front. They were not multimillionaire you know, land barons uh, owning 100-unit apartment buildings by the dozens. Not at all. And most of my clients that have a rental property or two, they worked very hard to build that, and they put in the time, and they let, and they put in the effort to build that for themselves, for their families, and now they're looking at that being, that part of the inheritance being completely destroyed by Prop 19. So exactly. is there something that we can do about this? Yes. And what we can do about this is a new initiative, which we are calling the Repeal the Death Tax Act. And you can get the petition. We need a million signatures to get this on the ballot, which means we have to collect probably 1.5 million to make sure we have enough. So 1.5 million signatures by the middle of April, and we need your help. If you're listening to this program, you are interested in estate planning, you are interested in protecting your investments for the next generation, you must get the petition. So go to hjta.org, that's the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association website, hjta.org. You'll see a red flashing light at the top. Click that. And that takes you to the Repeal the Death Tax website. And then you can click Get the Petition and fill out the form, and we will mail it to you. We're not asking people to go out to the supermarket and look for tables. We will mail it to your house. And you can be the circulator, and you can sign the petition and send it back to us, or you can get other signatures from your neighbors and your friends and your family. We need a million and a half signatures by April 15th. We already have 3,600 volunteers on the streets volunteers who have signed up to circulate this petition because so many people are upset about this death tax and want it repealed. And I'll also say that I have put up on my website at lawbob.com backslash repeal prop 1919. I have a page there that has all this information, uh, including links, um, links to the sites that were just mentioned. So we'll come back after the break for the second half of the show. Stay tuned for more Plan Your State Radio. Now, back to Plan Your Estate Radio with attorney Bob Bergman. Hi, welcome back. Uh, if you're just joining the show, we're talking about Proposition 19 with Sh- Susan Shelley, Vice President excuse me, Vice President of Communications for the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. And uh, in this next segment, we're going to talk um, about um, about what can be done 
about Prop 19, and I wanted to clarify something. Susan, you had said that there is now the Repeal the Death Tax Act, which is being offered by Howard Jarvis for people to get involved and petition in order to get enough signatures. I think about a million and a half should be collected to get this put on the November ballot. You want to repeat that for those who have just joined us? Exactly right. The Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association has filed an initiative with the Attorney General's office, and it is currently out for signatures. You may be seeing people with um, repeal the death tax banners and tables at farmers markets and shopping centers and parks and events near you. So watch for them. And you can also get the petition on online by mail. HJTA will mail it to you. Just go to uh, hjta.org slash repeal the death tax, hjta.org slash repeal the death tax, and click get the petition. Fill out the form and we will mail you the petition and flyers and other things to help you promote it and explain it when people want to sign this petition. It's very important to restore the ability of parents to transfer property to their children without a massive tax increase that forces the kids to sell the property because that's what we have right now under Prop 19. And this part of Prop 19 has to be reversed. Now, the other part of Prop 19 that allowed people to move to a new home and take their tax bill with them, we're not changing any part of that. That stays. But what we are doing is restoring what was lost, the ability of parents to transfer property to their kids without triggering reassessment. Now, it sounds to me like, you know, for those of you who've been in California long enough and you remember when Proposition 13 was actually passed back in uh, 1978 uh, that, that rolled back property taxes to an earlier time and then limited the ability of the counties to uh, a 2% annual increase. Um, I remember that very well because one of the major problems there was that uh, older citizens who had been in their homes for a long time were slowly but surely being priced out of their own homes. Uh, People who were on fixed incomes, Social Security, maybe a small pension, couldn't afford to keep paying higher and higher and higher property taxes. And uh, and Prop 13 was uh, kind of a grassroots campaign back then. It was very successful. And I know that um, that uh, that Jar- Howard Jarvis was involved in that back then and his organization lives on. Is this campaign to repeal the death tax act is that kind of a similar campaign that we're talking about from back in 1978? It is very similar. It's a completely grassroots, all-volunteer campaign. Howard Jarvis did this with six people and a fax machine in a living room. He got this started. And we're starting with a little more technology, but not many more people. We have a very small staff at Howard Jarvis, but the number of volunteers who are coming to us to help with this has been overwhelming. More than 3,600 people have already signed up to circulate petitions to repeal the death tax. This is a very emotional issue for people. Being forced to sell your parents' property as soon as they pass away is a horrible, horrible thing to do to people. It's, it's emotional, it's expensive, it's difficult, and then there's this clock ticking. 
because if you inherit a home, you have one year to move into it and make it your primary residence, or it will be reassessed to full market value. And that is very disruptive for people who want to keep the home but maybe can't move into it immediately because they have a job somewhere else or kids in school somewhere else, but would like to keep it, they would like to eventually move into it. Well, Prop 19 says, too bad, you owe market rate property taxes on it if you don't live in it. And that is and there's even a there's so even a cool. kicker to that, and that is even if you do qualify and you move in and make it your personal residence, if you don't want to have the property taxes reassessed, that's become your residence for the rest of your life. That's because right. if you move out of it, it will be reassessed. That's correct. So it's like you get you get that special uh, reassessment exclusion. Only if you stay living there, if you just if you're going to move to another property or move out of state, you can't even really realistically keep it as a rental property. Um, you might be able to pass it on to one of your own children if they're going to live there and make it their residence. But the option of keeping it and renting it out, which a lot of people do, by the way, they have a starter home. They move into a larger home. They keep their starter home as a rental. That's how a lot and of people end up with a rental. Uh, they start out right. with a two-bedroom, one-bath bungalow. Right. They move into the three-bedroom or four-bedroom, two-bath or three-bath house, and they keep their first their starter home as a rental so that someone else can live in it as a starter home, um, as a rental. But, uh, but that is kind of going the way of the dodo bird. Um, mm-hmm. And, and it, it's going to be so destructive um, over, over time uh, as we see more and more families losing the family home, losing the ability of anyone in the family maybe to ever move back and live in an expensive county. Um, I would ask those of you out there listening who are homeowners, if you've owned your your home for 10, 15, 20, 30 years, how many of you could afford to buy your own home today? Answer, probably five, maybe 5% of you. How many of your children could afford to buy your home from you today? That's probably a very small percentage as well. But what this Mm -hmm. law has done is it's made it virtually impossible for a family to actually move back and live in the area maybe where they grew up. I have clients that have three children, they have a house and two rentals, and their plan, literal plan is when we die, each one of the houses is going to each one of our children so they all have a place to live here. So they can all move back into the county here and live here in the county or the city that they grew up in. They can't do that anymore. Only one of the children wins the reassessment exclusion lottery and that's the one getting mom and dad's house. And even then it's limited. The other two are S-O-L. And I don't need mm-hmm. to define what S stands for. I think you all know what I'm talking about there. Um, and, and I'm yeah. seeing this. I have a lot of clients that have done that, that have decided they want to, they have multiple properties, one for each child. They want this one to go to Johnny, this one to go to Susie, this one to go to Jane. But now... Johnny and Susie are going to have to sell. Uh, Even if they move in and occupy it as their residence, they're going to be paying 
a significant multiple of property taxes, while their sibling over there maybe gets to keep the low property taxes. And, of course, that is designed to really trigger a lot of disharmony uh, between siblings. It's bad enough the parents are gone. Now the siblings are upset and angry because someone got a much more significant tax benefit through no fault of their own. It's because the law changed and created that problem. Something else to think about is that many of these homes will be purchased by Wall Street investment firms because they don't care what the taxes are, and and they will they will make renters out of all the people who otherwise would be homeowners, and that's just not fair. It's just cutting the middle class out of California and making everybody a renter with a New York Wall Street landlord, and and that's just unfortunate. It, it doesn't well, have to I can be tell like you. there's no reason for this tax increase. I have clients that move here from other parts of the country because they got hired by by uh, a major, you know, a, a tech company. They got hired by Facebook or eBay or or Twitter or um, Google. And they move here from North Carolina or Texas or Kentucky or Wyoming. And they come here and they go, oh, my gosh, the housing prices are obscene out here. Well, the same thing is going to happen to the children of people who live here. If they wanted to move back, they don't have that option anymore. Uh, the family's probably gone from the valley forever. The family could have been here for two or three generations, but they're gone from the family uh, from the valley forever. And the other thing is, the more and more of these properties that end up becoming rentals, because the family doesn't get to keep them for their own use or otherwise, neighborhoods start turning, evolving, I guess you could say, or devolving into neighborhoods filled with rental properties. And that is not necessarily good for a neighborhood overall. Um, It's just uh, there's not as much pride of ownership when for most tenants than if someone actually owns the property. This is why my parents, when they had a good tenant who took care of their properties, they didn't raise the rent on them. And they had tenants that kept the same rent year after year after year because it was more valuable to have a good tenant not destroying your property and taking care of it than to make a couple hundred dollars more per month. That equation is going to change now because the big-time investors are going to come in. They're not warm and fuzzy. They don't care about the nice young couple raising their two little children there who take good care of the property. They just don't care. It's all about the bottom line, and that's going to be the problem. We're going to come back after this uh, commercial break and finish out the show with more Plan Your State Radio with Susan Shelley from the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. So uh, when we come back, though, I'm going to open the lines up to calls, and I'll give you the number when we come back. Now, back to Plan Your Estate Radio. Once again, your host, estate planning trust and probate law specialist, attorney Bob Bergman. Hi, welcome back to the final segment of our show today, talking about uh, an initiative to repeal Proposition 19. I have Susan Shelley, Vice President of Communications for the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. And I would like to open the show up for people calling in. If you'd like to call in, and ask Susan a question, 
about the initiative, how to get involved, all those kinds of things. The number is 800-516-1220, like the call numbers for KDOW, 800-516-1220. And um, we're, uh, hopefully someone will call in, have a question. Otherwise, we'll just talk some more about what you can do to uh, get involved in the repeal of the second part of Proposition 19, which was put into place by the voters, I will say, put into place put into place due to intentionally deceptive advertising by the proponents of Proposition 19, who advertised about the first half of the proposition, which permits uh, older citizens such as myself to uh, move my house to another part of the state and keep my property taxes. Uh, but didn't talk at all about the second half, which is the half that we've been talking about today that devastates families that are homeowners and want to pass the home to their children without a reassessment or want to pass their rental properties to their children, maybe even with the family business, a machine shop or a motel or something else where the family business is operated without having reassessment. Susan, is there anything you'd like to add at this point in this final segment? Well, I would just like to add that we need every Californian who's affected by this to be circulating a petition for signatures. Even if you're the only signature on it and you send it back to us with one signature, that works for us. So go to hjta.org and click the red flashing light to go to the Repeal the Death Tax website. Click Get the Petition and we will send it to you. And there are more and more locations where you can pick it up in person if you prefer to do that. But we're we're happy to send it to you right to your house. You don't have to go anywhere, and you can help us repeal the death tax. So, Susan, are these the um, now are these petitions that people will be able to take and stand outside of uh, Walmart and Target and places like that and collect signatures, or is absolutely. that a different uh, approach? And absolutely, they can. And and there's. We'll send you a stack of petitions if you want to do that and a banner and flyers to hand out to people so that they can understand what this is about. Uh, we're happy to do that. If you want to walk your neighborhood, we have door hangers that you can – you don't even have to talk to the neighbors. You can just walk from door to door and hang the door hangers and let them know about this because it's important to everyone who owns a home and wants to pass it to children. And that's absolutely right. I mean, I look at uh, – you know, uh, I'm a homeowner. And uh, and I know that the likelihood that my my daughters would be able to actually purchase a home in this valley that has been where they've lived their entire lives um, is very, very remote. And uh, I would like the the option for my children when my wife and I are gone to be able to freely and easily move into the home that they were raised in, should they choose uh, either one or both of them. Um, and actually continue living in this valley that they grew up in. And uh, otherwise, I'm fearful um, that they will not have that option. It will be taken away from them because of a proposition that was deceptively promoted. Um, and and uh, I mean, I'll, I'll be blunt about this. Uh, the California Associations of Realtors should be ashamed of themselves. They're the ones that promoted Proposition 19. They basically lied by omission in their advertising. 
And uh, and and you, if you know what I mean by that, they didn't tell the whole truth in their advertising, and there was no organized opposition to Proposition 19, because the opposition is basically everyone who owns a home. I, I was talking with Susan off the air and saying there is in fact no trade organization for people who own homes. Uh, other industries have trade groups and trade organizations to speak for them. Homeowners do not. Uh, but the Howard Jarvis uh, Taxpayers Association is there, and you can consider them to be the trade group for homeowners here in California. They've been fighting the good fight since 1978, and here we are. They're fighting the good fight again. So contact them. Get involved. Download, uh, request the petition, request a stack of them, talk to your family, friends, your co-workers, the parents of your kids at school, because they may be homeowners as well. Talk to everybody with an earshot until they're tired of seeing you coming. But, but and that's what I plan to do. Um, that's and, what and I'm, I'm going doing. to be promoting this. And everyone is welcome to join the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association. It's a member-supported organization. And when you join... You strengthen the voice of taxpayers in California. Yeah. We'll work for you count, anyway. But when you join, count me in you make for the that. I, I will be joining and I will be promoting this um, for the, for the rest of my shows until uh, until the deadline. Every show I'll be promoting this at the at the beginning of every show because Thank I think you. it's that important. Okay, well, Susan, uh, we're going to have to wrap this up now. We only have a short time left of the show today. Thank you so much for coming on and uh, maybe uh, if it's agreeable to you I'll have you on uh, another time uh, maybe in about a month or so so we can talk about this again we have a couple of months before the deadline and uh, let's see what we can do okay Susan thank you so much thank you being on the show okay everyone out there um, please go to the Howard Jarvis Taxpayers Association and sign up this is attorney Bob Bergman Talk to you again next week. Have a great weekend. You've been listening to Plan Your Estate Radio with estate planning attorney Bob Bergman. For more information on today's program or to schedule a consultation, visit lawbob.com, L-A-W-B-O-B, lawbob.com. Or call his office in San Jose, 408-247-0444. That's 408-247-0444. And be sure to tune in next week for more Plan Your Estate Radio with attorney Bob Bergman. Opinions expressed in the preceding program do not necessarily represent the views of the ownership, staff, or management of this station and are for informational purposes only and should not be construed to be legal, financial, or tax advice. Seek appropriate legal advice regarding your particular situation. Attorney Bob Bergman does not offer any guarantees with regard to the outcome of your legal matter. Prior results in other cases do not guarantee a similar outcome in your case. All rights reserved. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.